Hey, it's Kelly O'Neill. Did you know you can make money from your own business? We're going to talk about that today. Hey, this is Kelly, and you're listening to Kelly O Says, a podcast for parent entrepreneurs, parentpreneurs who are building businesses and raising great humans. This is the perfect time to kind of take a look at your business and find not only ways to make extra money in your business, but find out where you're bleeding money. And I call this kind of hidden money or how I can make money in my own business or in your own business, because sometimes things are falling through the cracks and you're bleeding out maybe a SaaS, a software as a service fees that you no longer need. And those add up. One time I did this and I saved over $150 a month just knocking out some of the stuff I didn't need. Now, to do this, of course, if you're a you know, regular parentpreneur who not, doesn't really track a whole lot of things, that's all right. This is your opportunity. Okay, grab a pen and paper. This is what we're going to do. All right, so if you track your financials or you take a look at your bank statement, credit card statements, this is a perfect time right now. Just whatever happened in the past, just brush it away. We're not going to worry about that. Let's just move forward. So take a look at all of those small little fees that you're paying. Now, some things like email or web hosting or maybe your sales funnel software uh, program, those kind of things you have to have, you know, accounting software, you know, you put those in the, in the column, the must have column, those things you have to pay every month. If you don't, you know, you're going to lose service, lose your business, right? That's not good. So, but still you want to write those out because perhaps you could get a better rate by upgrading or downgrading, especially with an email service or email automation service. If you're paying for 10,000 emails and you only have three, maybe you can negotiate that price down, but just take a look at everything. And by everything, I also mean bank fees, your car insurance, your cell phone plan, your gym membership, cable, you know, uh, wired cable versus um, maybe some other plan that you have with your cell phone, you know, anything, your credit card fees, all that stuff. The reason why is that when you kind of take a look at the landscape, you can get a better feel for where your nickels and dimes are going because they do have a tendency to circle the drain and you lose them. But I have a plan for you. Are you ready? Okay, so once you have all of your expenses, everything that's going out down on paper, take about a month, and you can come back to this recording. It's totally fine. I think this is number 30 in, in the series. So uh, bookmark it or make a note to come back to it. Listen to it all the way through and come back. But take a, about a month and track all those fees. Are you paying it on time? Because unfortunately, you sometimes the automation doesn't go through or something happens, your automatic payment doesn't go through. And you know, that $10 item is now a $15 late fee, doubles the price, right? So really take a look at everything, be realistic. If you have an accountability partner, maybe you have a spouse or a partner or family member that goes through business partner that goes through your financials with you, you know, kind of sit down with them. I find that if I share my financial information with someone, I'm more accountable, so to speak. It's true. I know you're laughing because we've all been there. So 
take that month to really write down everything that you're spending it on. And, and I got this from a few financial gurus in the market. So this isn't a novel idea. I mean, it's just sound advice. So we're going to take a look at that and then look at what you're not using. I found that I had a couple, a few redundant systems in that I had a landing page software and a sales funnel software and an automation software and and that and I had two different kinds as I was transitioning over I had two different email providers right it just ugh, such a mess but once I kind of got rid of a few things and streamlined them it totally made so much sense then I went one step farther and got a hold of my car insurance <laughs> and negotiated that it was time for a renewal and I got it down you'll never believe this it's hilarious but I got over a hundred dollars a month just on my car insurance so earlier in this podcast I said I saved around 150 that was just in staff fees so this was something else I went even you know, a couple months after this I cut the, the you know literal cable cord <laughs> and we went to just a service with our my internet so it was fantastic and if you are maybe you're still employed if you have some sort of you belong to an organization that gives tv or cable benefits uh for example uh, i owned an rv recreational vehicle and here in the states there's something called fmca family motor coach association i think is what it's called one of those benefits was a tech package and it allowed me to get rid of those roaming fees as I was traveling in the U.S. over the summer. And I didn't have to worry about those overage, overages in my AT&T data coverage. I wish I had one of those grandfathered plans that had unlimited data, but we don't have those anymore. <laughs> and, you know, maybe after you've read this, if, if it's not 2019, then those kind of plans would probably change. And, but... Still, you can go to your cable and or slash you know, um, cell phone and kind of negotiate those. The reason why we cut the cable cord, noticing that we weren't, we weren't actually watching the television. We were doing more streaming, which is popular now. I have a teenager, and that was just the lifestyle that we were living, you know, so we could just stream it. If I want to watch news, I can stream it. I can get it on my phone. But, you know, it was another um, $100 some bill that I could get rid of. And when I I put this in with my business, right, because I have a home office, I have a home business, then I'm just paying for the internet for my business, but I get to use it on my personal time. Nice, huh? <laughs> the other thing I did was I really looked at, of course, always eating out is more expensive than going to the grocery store. And I know it's sort of a bummer, but I was also paying business center fees. And then I was eating out at the business center and then coming home and cooking dinner. So I started to loop the things together and only used the business center and the business sort of clubs for meeting for coffee or you know designated meeting space, right? So, and then when I had an, an event, I would only use that if I had credits at the center to be able to rent a meeting space. And that was by meeting space, I mean, uh, so, you know, room with a table and an AV docking stations, you know, stuff like that. 
and or an event space where it would require food being food and beverage being served and sort of a half day event right so I negotiated that down to where I'm only using that when it benefits me instead of paying that huge <laughs> now the food was good if you use business centers these big huge fees every month the other nice thing about this is usually these business centers have a nationwide or maybe even an international um, corporation and you can tap into those centers so as you're traveling instead of trying to find a starbucks where you have to buy something use their wi-fi or the local coffee shop you can just have your meetings there it's a professional atmosphere there's free coffee and tea and usually there's probably a buffet or something and you can eat your lunch there and wrap that around those fees instead of eating out where all the tourists are eating so that's another way to save money with as you're traveling in your business now I've been location independent for almost 20 years, but I still was local because my kids were in, in local public school, uh, and that's just what worked for us. But as I was traveling, and even as I'm traveling for my kids' sports throughout, I live in um, Indianapolis, which is a large metropolitan area, not huge, but it is pretty big. It takes about 20, 30 minutes to get from one side to the other. And sometimes I would be there on that other side of town for several hours before I could come back. The, one of the best places, you know, a lot of people go to, like I said, the coffee shops, local coffee shops, Starbucks, whatever. But I found public libraries have great free Wi-Fi. It's fantastic. <laughs> and you don't have to reserve a spot. You don't have to be a member. You can just go on in. Hopefully you have some sort of um, blocker on your on your computer. That's a whole other podcast but you know to, to protect yourself on public wi-fi but you can just go into the public library even if you're doing you're working on a project and don't need the wi-fi you can just go into a public library they usually have um, really quiet steady spaces where there's a door <laughs> they're open usually till eight or nine o'clock at night it's fantastic and i've also seen people have business meetings there because it's convenient it's a nice place to go it's usually in a, a convenient business center sort of place in town. Everybody knows where it is. And if they have kids, like you know, I'm working with parentpreneurs, parent entrepreneurs, they have kids, kids are in the library. I mean, what could go wrong, right? <laughs> but sort of a, a digital nomad secret there is uh, going to your public library for, for free Wi-Fi. And again, if you are trying to cut the home Wi-Fi, that's also a good option to your local library. I also live in an area in Indianapolis where every housing addition and apartment complex has a, a main sort of housing or a clubhouse. And there's free Wi-Fi there. The clubhouse where I live, there's a place for free with computers, a business center with free Wi-Fi, and I can work out. How, how awesome is that? So if anything were to ever happen at my home Wi-Fi or out with my data, I've got an extra backup. So let's just recap real quickly. When you're trying to find money in your business, so we're not only talking about new verticals where you can 
create a new product and make more money. But saving money in your business is almost like free money in your business because you're eliminating some of these redundant systems and eliminating these SaaS fees that you don't need. You would be surprised. It goes beyond just cutting your cable bill and your insurance bill and maybe that gym membership you aren't using. <laughs> like really take a look at the individual systems. Can, is there something better out there? You've had the same maybe landing page software forever. Is there something new out there that could serve you better now that your business is growing or changing, transitioning? Is that really the greatest email package for the number of subscribers that you have? So it's a possibility. Check it out. And I would love to hear, give me a shout out on social media at Indy Kelly O. If you cut your you know, the expenses in your business and let me know how much money you saved. I'd love to hear from you. See you next time.